welcome back everybody to a brand new episode of the movies and brews podcast where we talk movies and we drink some brews i'm jordan and staring through the screen here is daniel hello hello so today we're talking a new christmas movie available to see on hbo max 8-bit christmas starring neil patrick harris so sit back relax grab a drink and let's dust off that cartridge Cheers. Cheers. Alrighty. So, hear that? Oh, yeah. So, got a new one here from Breakside Brew. Sejon. Called Islands in the Stream. Yeah, this is pretty good. I'm trying to think of it as good as Little Beast Brewings, but it's, it's a good one. Collaboration brew here, but yeah, brewed here right in Milwaukee, Oregon. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, I got a new one from Gigantic. Very it's called tasty. The Opposites Attract IPA. <laughs> I like the artwork. Yeah, it's pretty cute. Uh, it's actually a collaboration with Gigantic and Sun River Brewing. So Okay. It's actually really good. I mean, I don't know. It's I pretty much anything by Gigantic I usually like. Uh, they always brew really good stuff. So this is just another good one. Enjoy the hell out of it. Beer number, they number them, I know. Where is it? Beer number 140. Wow. Nice. Yeah, I'm going to have to try that one. This is pretty, I'm really enjoying this one right here. Cool. Well, nice. let's move on here. Let's get into some movie news. I know we haven't seen you for a couple of weeks. Anything fun going on in the movie news world? Well, I mean, I know I <laughs> this week has been weird because like, yeah, last week we were too busy. And this week I like looked a little bit, didn't look too hard because I already saw people talking about seeing into the Spider-Verse. So I'm like, or not the new, but that no way home. And I'm just like, OK, all right, that's enough. That's enough. Just backing away. No spoilers. Yeah, exactly. But we did get a couple things. Because last week they premiered, well, speaking of, you know, Spider-Man No Way Home, we got our first look at, in, or what, uh, Spider-Man Across the, or Across the Spider-Verse Part 1, which is the sequel. little teaser to, trailer there, which was a lot of fun to watch. I watched it right before we started. Yeah. It, oh man. Like, I'm fun. still super yeah. jacked. I've seen the original so many times at this point. Yeah, I, I, I watched it constantly for a while. I mean, it's just, I saw it multiple times in theaters. Seen, seen it a lot at home. Like, it's a great movie just to throw on. It's wildly entertaining. The animation is just fucking awesome. And it looks like we're getting more and it's just like more, I guess, like different styles of animation through this one as he's actually going to travel through the Spider-Verse. Now, is this Phil and Lord coming back? I don't think they came back for this, but I think they're producers on it. All right. Well, hopefully it still has the same magic because uh, they you definitely felt their absence in the second Lego movie. Yeah, hopefully I, don't know. Not I feel like here. Into the Spider-Verse is too important that hopefully they will still be saying Lego movies aren't important either. I mean, if you're telling me which one's more important to me at this point, it's the Spider-Man movies. Touche, touche. I mean, I do fun, love fun the Lego movie, though. but Into the Spider-Verse is just Spider Gwen meets up with uh, Miles, and that was just fun. That little 
back and forth in his room when she opened up his drawing book and saw the picture of herself. That was hilarious. Like, oh, I miss you too. Just like, oh man, as it like a fucking 15 year old, you're like, man, I'm dead. That's just, I'm never recovering from that. Oh, yeah, then you see Miguel, Spider-Man 2099 is who Miguel is. Um, mm-hmm. And like he was, yeah, they had his cameo at the very end of the first one. So I'm excited to see him. Like we see them like flying through like a futuristic city, which is obviously his world. So I don't know, like Spider-Man 29 is essentially Batman Beyond nice. sort of deal. Yeah, I forget which set it was. I did not get a Lego set that had him in it. And I kind of regret it because I think it's discontinued now. Yeah, maybe he'll I, come back someday. I forget which one, but yeah. But hey, we'll probably get Lego sets for Into the Spider-Verse. Heck yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. But yeah, so I don't know, just everything in it, like the animation style changed a few times. So I'm like, okay, I'm uh, I'm excited. I can't wait for this. I love the first one and this new one comes out next October. Cool. Very exciting. Yeah, very, very Ooh. exciting. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, there was another trailer out there. Yeah, so I should this have watched week it again. Also, was that? I almost uh, want to do what? a live reaction or two because I, yeah, I watched it when it first came out. That's what I remember most of it. But. I don't know, but yeah, they. I was watching the game rewards here and there because they live stream it. So they do a lot of big announcements and stuff. But yeah, I was watching it and then they're like, "Oh, hey, I'm." I think his name's Ben Schwartz who does the uh, the voice for the song live action sonic maybe but yeah they premiered the sonic 2 trailer and i watched it live as they were premiering it and i'm like oh my god like this looks fucking ridiculous in like the best way possible Mm -hmm. honestly i remember like you know video games movies have like a super sketchy track record of actually being good but sonic just felt like it leaned into the funny zanier things about it and i think they pulled it off i think we both really liked sonic yeah, it was still enjoyable overall. I I still like to think of you know his quicksilver moment in the bar still cracks me up thinking back on that. Yeah, you know, and then just seeing in the second trailer that tails, and then seeing Idris Elba knuckles. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I'm I'm super excited to check this out. Like it just looks like it's like they know what they're doing with these. It looks like they're giving the fans what they want, not what they think they want. Like it just feels like it's. It knows what it's supposed to be doing. So I have high hopes that this one's going to be even funner and more zanier than the first one. And we actually get the actual Dr. Robotnik look in Jim Carrey, mm-hmm. which is going to be awesome. Yes, that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, I had no idea what a trailer was coming out for it. All of a sudden it was in my feed because I subscribed to Paramount. Like, oh, hey, cool. Yeah. Watching this. I know. I'm excited. I'm I'm honestly very excited to go check this out. Saw a trailer today before a movie in theaters, and uh, you know we're like, hey, what happened to Channing Tatum? A little MIA for a while here. He's in some animal movie, which I'm always just like, oh gosh, you know, it's just like, I don't know. Some of them are fine. Some of them are just like, ugh, what? Why? Why are we doing this? But yeah, he's got to return some military dog back to its original owner or something like that. One of those trailers where by the end of it, you're like, well, I just saw that movie. Don't need to see it again. Don't need to actually see it because I just saw it, the whole thing in the trailer. Yeah, it is kind of weird. I don't... Well, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think what might have attracted to him to a script like this because it just didn't feel like his kind of movie. 
was he not getting work i don't know i i have no well funny you should ask daniel because i had some other chan tatum news here what there has been an announcement daniel fear not because i know you've been missing him well they've announced chan tatum will be back in magic mike 3 that makes sense into the spider verse or sorry into the cock verse <laughs> he'll be back yes magic mike's last dance <laughs> directed by steven soderbergh again so yeah it's and not gonna have a theatrical release either this is gonna be a strictly straight to hbo max oh okay <laughs> so yes for all of you wondering and wanting more magic mike in your life don't worry he'll be back i've never seen the first one or the second one so <laughs> I'm still getting. Uh, so yeah. Uh, that's all the Chan and Tatum news I have. Some okay. dog movie, which I can't even remember the name of it now. And Magic Mike 3 coming soon to HBO Max, probably next year. Okay. That doesn't really sound like movie news, but technically true. <laughs> technically it's news. Technically. But is it really? But that's okay. Yeah, that's pretty much all I got. Like I said, like I've been very light like didn't really find a lot and also trying to stay keep myself fresh for no way home i'm so fucking we're so close that i'm just like it would be a shame to ruin it two days before i know it's almost here yeah we gotta get it we gotta probably get our tickets we haven't done that yet yeah i need to uh i was hoping to watch at least one toby movie before this uh maybe tonight actually i watched the first one uh yeah i'd like to watch maybe at least the first two toby's and maybe the first andrew garfield before this new one and i was thinking about the last Tom Holland one too, far from home, but eh, we'll see. That's a lot of Spider-Man to watch in a couple days. Yeah, Plus, I really would like to watch the Matrix trilogy again because I haven't watched those in years. And yeah, before this new Matrix comes out. So yep, stuff to watch. Well, yeah, Absolutely. as far as like other stuff I saw this week, um uh, I not, nothing new as far as um besides the movie we're talking about, other than I went and saw No Time to Die a second time. I will say that was a lot of fun to see again on the big screen. I wanted to see it one more time before it left theaters for good. And yeah, I'm glad I did. I think I was that much more enjoyable the second time around. And yeah, you know, some of the parts, uh, like in the beginning with him and Madeline, had more of a gut punch knowing what, what was coming. But still, very enjoyable movie. A great ending to the Daniel Craig Bond saga. Yeah, no time to die. Nice. Well, I actually saw uh, a new movie. Shiloh and I went and saw Encanto yesterday. The oh, new, nice. Uh, Disney, Disney animated movie. Yes, yes. And uh, honestly, like we we re- both really really enjoyed it. Um, you, you didn't sto- walk like out the, like the last movie. No, it was only an hour and a half long. <laughs> Plus, it was animated. Uh, but no, the animation was gorgeous. So, so unbelievably bright and vibrant. And the music overall, like there were, there were, uh, I don't know. I didn't really like the intro song. So I was like, okay. But honestly, like all the other songs I uh, liked a lot. There were definitely like two or three standout songs that I was still thinking about uh, after we got out of the movie. Like overall, like it was, you know, it's, it was really great. It was all about family, but like in a really nice endearing way. It was really interesting how they went about the character development, how like it's this big, essentially perfect, magical family that has this like image, like they're all about their community, which they 
they are that's not untrue but then it's also like she's like yeah but people even in like a really good family can have their own struggles too you know is there i really liked what they did with the characters and how they talked about like you know their family dynamics i really enjoyed it and the songs were great the animation was great and overall i enjoyed the story and the scenery was awesome good yeah i do want to see that one i don't know if i'll get to it in theaters or not but i do want to see it if you're not going to get to in theaters it is going to be on disney plus i think they're putting it on christmas eve for free so you know not like a premium or anything so you'll be able to see it at least at home soon but i think it's worth watch i enjoyed it oh cool oh i did see another movie this last week since i last talked to you um another animated film too i went and saw ron's gone wrong which do you remember the previous for that one yeah i did it looked it looked fun it looked like something that could be pretty good and i saw some reviews about it a while ago um but it just takes place in a world where every all these kids have this little like robot that follows them around it's basically a robot that's your iphone and instagram put together as, as far as like it's there to like boost your social media status and everything like that but instead of being a phone it's an actual robot that follows you around and yeah there's t- <laughs> it, it hit its bones for sure um no mitchells versus the machines no mitchells versus the machines no it definitely had its moments it's one of those movies that kids will love it probably and it's at least tolerable for parents yeah parents can at least yeah but if you know i don't see too many be like adults watching it on their own and I don't blame them. But yeah, if you got a kid and they want to watch it, it's at least tolerable for parents. It was enjoyable overall. I went saw That's it. too bad. It looks like, I mean, honestly, I saw the trailer and I remember thinking that it looked fun. But it also, because there were a bunch of things that came out around it that I'm like, I was just surprised that it hasn't been on a streaming service yet. Yeah. But yeah, I guess those are the two things I saw. Ron's Gone Wrong and No Time to Die. Nice. Well, Ron's Gone Wrong. Family movie. Not an individual movie, but uh, Encanto, great family movie. I think you can enjoy that as an adult as well. All right. Oh, well, and they had an actual good. short in front of it too. Oh, finally. Even though it wasn't a or Pixar fun. movie. Oh, good. Oh, that's it was fun. a straight Disney movie. It was really cute. It was about raccoon, so I loved it. <laughs> Daniel was like, "Oh, I'm all about this." I was. It was freaking adorable. It was almost as cute as like Piper. Oh, I do like Piper. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed that movie. I think it's worth a watch. Well, shall we move on here and talk our main movie on tap? Yep. Let's talk some 8-bit Christmas. So, 8-bit Christmas. Written by Kevin Jakubowski, which he wrote the screenplay as well as the based off his own book, directed by Michael Douse, starring Neil Patrick Harris, Steve Zahn, June Diane Raphael, and Winslow Fegley, I think that's how you say it. So, taking place in the 1980s, so in 1980s Chicago, a 10-year-old sets out to, on a quest to get the Christmas gift of his generation, the latest and greatest video game system, aka the original Nintendo. So, yeah, curious to hear your thoughts on this. I mean, going in, saw the trailer for it. I was like, yeah, that looks kind of fun. It definitely had Christmas story vibes. You know, instead of a kid obsessing over a BB gun that he wants for Christmas, it's Nintendo, which I'm like, yeah, that makes sense for a more modern audience. 
Uh, it looked kind of fun. So yeah, sat down and watched it. And I, I don't know. It it had a very nice, sweet ending to it, I will say. But getting there was just so eh, just kind of on the cringe side in a lot of moments. The characters just they didn't win me over as far as like, oh, I really like this family. They're not, I mean, they were nice people, but there's nothing about the characters. Like they weren't strongly written characters, I guess, is what I'm getting at to where, you know, it just wasn't like, you know, nothing like Kevin McAllister or something like that. It, it was, it was fine overall though. I mean, there still had its moments and there's still some funny parts that made me chuckle here and there, but overall kind of a swing and a miss, I would say if I'm, yeah, if I'm being just like the power glove. Yeah, kind of just a swing and a miss. It had its moments. And uh, yeah, overall, I like the actors and the the characters were fine, I guess. I mean, they, again, they weren't like overdeveloped great characters, but yeah, they were whatever. They were fine. Um, but yeah, just a swing and a miss as far as just being like, it's definitely not like, oh my God, I found myself a new Christmas classic. No, not at all. <laughs> I guess I could see kids liking this. Sure. I think kids like eight, 10 years range at 12 will find this amusing. I even parents. It's, I don't know. Eight to ten years enough. old. You're just like, what the fuck is an like an NES? Like, yeah, they have switches, but like, what the fuck is that little box? Well, and that's part of it too. Like, it's definitely a movie made for kids, but it's got the nostalgia. I guess the nostalgia is what keeps the parents around to watch it with them. Yeah. Like, oh, I remember my first Nintendo or wanting one. Oh my gosh, yes. So they got that in there for the parents. Uh, yeah, curious to hear your thoughts, but that's I guess my general thoughts for it. Okay. Uh, going in, like I saw the trailer, it looks cute, it looked fun, like, and it was on HBO Max for free, like, just so I'm like, cool, cool, well, I'll check it out. We didn't have anything, like, plus it's a Christmas movie. I'll, I'm more like I, I'm not huge on like like classic Christmas movies. I'm not huge on like Christmas music, but if you're gonna try and do something more interesting, I'm I'm all for it. At least try it, you know. And honestly, actually, I'm surprised your response. I actually really <laughs> liked the movie. Honestly, like I remember watching it, like I thought it would be kind of like more nothing. So I started watching it on like my iPad while I was just chilling. Uh, watched it like the first 10 minutes. I'm like, no, no, this seems like something I would actually enjoy. So later I just sat down and watched it with Shiloh. And overall, like, yeah, it's not like an amazing movie, but honestly, I found myself actually really liking the kids. I liked the hijinks, you know, and like they planned this whole weird heist around like how they eventually end up buying like how they're playing a heist around buying a nintendo on a and then to go that to even like mix in like the uh like the video game panic in the 80s i enjoyed that i don't know overall i thought it was fun i thought it was cute like it's like you said it's not amazing uh but it's surprisingly wholesome and I honestly, I, I did enjoy like most of like, I don't know. I thought it was actually pretty good. I thought it was pretty funny. The kids made me laugh. The dick rich kid made me laugh. There were a couple of moments that my draw hit the floor. And I don't know, like overall, I actually did really enjoy this and I would watch it again. No, it's not like going to be my go-to. Like I haven't watched Klaus yet, but I've watched that every year since it came out. Since last year? <laughs> it was two years ago now. Was that two years ago? Three years already? ago. That was three years ago already? I think so. Wow. Ah, 2019. So oh, okay. Wow. I think okay, so just... I've watched it at least the last two years, and this will I be year number just... three. I thought that was just last year. Wow. So yeah, honestly, no, I thought it was funny. I mean, and also I just always love that 
And you're like, oh, these are all my friends. Like this is, you know, the smart girl, her dumb brother. Um, and I don't know why that intro, about, that intro is funny. When the kid comes and he's just like, this is God, whatever. His, I think his name was like Mike. And he's just like chronic liar. No one really liked him. Always around. And I'm like, I just remember listening or seeing that. I'm like, why is that always the case? Because in my head, I'm like, oh yeah, that's Gabe. Ours was named, ours named, or our like friend like that was named Gabe, where no one really liked him, but he was always around. He's just there. <laughs> it's, just, it's funny. I don't know. I, I yeah, I don't know. I, I guess, I guess I was expecting it not to be necessarily more serious, but just cleverly written humor and stuff like that. Like, I, I look at Christmas Story, that is a hilarious movie to me. The dialogue in the movie is fine. The narration dialogue is great. And I, I don't know, just more smartly written, clever dialogue. And I just didn't think this movie had it. I was kind of surprised I knew Neil, Neil Patrick Harris was in it. I, I didn't know it was going to be him doing flashbacks to when he was a child. I thought, I thought it was going to be revolving around a kid looking for a Nintendo. And he, he was just going to be the dad of that kid or something. I didn't know it was going to be him telling a story about his childhood. But I mean, it was kind of fun, him and his daughter and their moments, you know, she's like, and yeah, it's kind of funny because, yeah, she's like, really wants an iPhone. And he's like, well, let me tell you about the Christmas that I really wanted something. I really want a Nintendo. Yeah. Not a yeah. Switch, but an this, NES. Yeah. And again, this had its moments for sure. I just wanted a little bit more cleverness in the, a lot of the dialogue and stuff, I guess. Like, I thought the whole breaking out of the school bus to go get a, go buy the Nintendo part was just total cheese. Like, yeah, I don't know. I sort of semi-laughed the first time the one kid threw up, but again, I just thought overall, super cheese. Um, just for it to get smashed, of course. Yeah, I know. Shiloh's like, I'm like, I didn't see that coming. She's like, you didn't? And I'm like, I don't know. I was just, I guess I really wanted them to get a Nintendo. <laughs> She's like, we still got a half hour left. I don't know. One of my favorite scenes was when the dad and him go to the dark alley to go get the uh, the not the raggedy and all the uh, cabbage patch kid. That was funny. I remember watching that, and I was just like, they're just talking back and forth in this car, and I'm like, and I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, why the fuck are they underneath the bridge? Yeah, I was like, like, what's going on here? Is this just something you do in the Midwest? You drive around and fucking park underneath the bridge and just chill? Like, I don't fucking know. And then. And then the guy pulls up, I'm like, oh my, I mean, I thought that was funny, like buying like a black market fucking cabbage patch kid. Like, that's hilarious. So they had before eBay. <laughs> and I also love, she's like, <laughs> and I do love because he, you know, his sister's kind of like a little ass and just kind of tattletales on him and throws him under the bus every chance she gets. And I like how he's like, why does she get everything she get, wants, but I can't have a Nintendo? He's like, have you met your sister? Do you know how unhappy she acts when she doesn't get what she wants? I don't negotiate with terrorists. That was funny. You know, I thought the, the, that was parent, the parents were probably the funnest part for me, or the fun, more funnier parts. I enjoyed the mom quite a bit. She cracked me up at moments. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not hating on this movie at all. I just didn't. It was not nearly as great as I wanted it to be. But there I were mean, still some funny parts. Like the stuff with the rich kid were, was kind of funny. I mean, I honestly, hand select ten kids to go play Nintendo, which they I they were the luckiest love that. kids in the But also, doesn't let they he invites ten kids in and doesn't let them play. They just watch him play. 
which I've definitely had a friend before that I'm like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I want to play. He's like, no, you don't get to play. I'm playing, you know, because kids are dicks. Um, but I do. Okay. Mouth agape. Like, I mean, we're just talking about the movie. Like it's, you've heard our takes. You can, you can watch it if you want. But one of the things that just like my mouth was on the floor is the second time they get in and the kid sneaks in and they're all just sitting there watching him play Nintendo and he got the power glove. But I, you know, I'm laughing because it's like, obviously it's not going to work out because everybody knows that the power glove was trash. You know, it's just, everybody knows that now. This thing is cool. So then they just doesn't work out. He gets beat by a girl and then he kicks the TV and it just falls on the dog. And I was just like, Tyler and I are just like that caught me off guard. I'm like, holy shit, they just killed a little dog in this movie. I know, like straight up, like it uh, in real life, that dog's fucking dead. That TV's like 40. I know. Pounds, when it when like I saw it survive, I was actually pissed. I'm like, bullshit. That thing did like, not survive. That would have broke a human's foot. It would have killed that dog. Oh, it shattered if every bone else, in its body. It a t- it those things, it. those TVs were heavy, a 42-inch boob tube. Those things were heavy. Yeah, you're looking at least 50, 60 pounds. Yeah, that dog got shattered, like squished. And if not, it was electrocuted. Yeah. But then you see it in a cast later, which was also kind of funny. But seriously, but like, I was just like mouth agape. I'm like, and then all the kids just fucking book it. Because you're like, we all got to get out of here. Yeah. But honestly, I love the dickhole rich kid. Like that cracked me up, especially when he's like, ma, over like the, the intercom, which is total like, oh, I, we're super rich. We have an intercom, you know, sort of deal. I thought that was funny. She's like, mom, I need Pop-Tarts. How many? Everybody raised their hand. One, 10. Just one. Just one. Yeah, like, I know. fucking asshole. But they want to but, see him play Nintendo so bad that they're willing to sacrifice. It's just so... I mean, it they was, still yeah. got a sweet basement that they kind of get to dick around in still. Yeah. Well, I like to make the decision. All right, fine. You know, his is destroyed. We're going to, have to get our own. And then, yeah, the quest sets out kind of like, you know, Ralphie and Curse's story of getting his BB gun. Got to lay a hand to my parents. But yeah, there's just, I don't know, like way more cleverness in that movie. Like when he puts the ad in his mom's magazine, puts it back on her nightstand nice and carefully. There's just that, just, that stuff is funny. Like this, I don't know, trying to drop hints to the kitchen table, I guess is fine, but. I don't know, it just wasn't the same. I know. I mean, I get that. But I still liked it. I still liked how the first opportunity for them to get one was because of course all the boys are in Boy Scouts or whatever local scout thing. Whatever that was. That, yeah, I didn't see my Boy Scouts. I know they were in green was. berets. I'm like, I don't know what you're in. I, uh, Some discount yeah. Boy Scouts or whatever. With like lesser dues, I guess. <laughs> but um when they're like, yeah, the first prize for selling magazine subscriptions is a Nintendo. And I'm not going to lie, that did crack me up because I also, Sean and I were just talking because she's like, oh yeah, I hated selling shit. I'm like, I know, like my school, we always had to sell like newspaper and shit or not newspapers, uh, like around Christmas is either Reese or a wrapping paper. And I just never was motivated to do that because I really just didn't want to. But I love you. Like, yeah, if it was like a grand prize was like an Xbox, maybe I would have. Right. I know. I remember those things, too. I mean, one of the fun, best things I ever got was a Michael Jordan poster. That was it. And you, but it was the same, like this, this same $10 poster. poster. How much? You have to sell $200 worth of crap. Candy bars. Yeah. So $200 worth of candy bars and you get this $7.99 poster. 
Ooh, I know. But um, it did crack me up because I love that the like the uh, the chronic liar kid is just like the, just owning all of them. Just like, yeah, I sold forty today, and he's like, I even sold one to your mom. And then he walks in on his sales pitch, and I was just like, oh man, you get your ass fucking beat, right? It's like you're selling. <laughs> my, my favorite part was the reveal of everything what was the well, third place again oh i was trying to like the third place what was it like one of them was a globe that was that the second, second place. place what was the first or second what was the third place i don't remember there's the encyclopedia which they swapped out for the first place they had the what, what, I don't remember what globe. It was. I just remember the globe. The kid's like, what the hell? And he dumps it in the trash as he's walking back to his seat. But then, but then, yeah, you see, he's like, okay, this looks like a Nintendo box. This could be it. Takes the cover off. You get an encyclopedia or a whole set of encyclopedias. And they're like, he's just like, what the? He's like, that's like winning more school. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. Like, that did crack me up. And especially oh like... Yeah. And I just Every like, yeah, ten year old before. be like, "What the actual fuck is this?" About? Seriously, you're like, "I work my fucking ass off, and you're telling me I won, and I still don't actually win." Yeah, exactly. And that's a life, and how unfair life. That's a a lesson in un, how unfair life can be. You put in the work, and you still get fucked. <laughs> no, you get encyclopedias. Come on now. You get encyclopedias so you can learn more. <laughs> but, I just love the I love the I, I had a like, feeling well, that wasn't gonna be a Nintendo, but I know what it was gonna be when it was a set of encyclopedias. That that actually was pretty funny. It was the exact opposite. <laughs> but yeah, I just love how the reveal is just like, oh, all the parents got together because they're like, oh well, my son got so worked up over the Nintendo that he almost killed our dog, you know, and <laughs> To go from that, and then he was like, I'm a doctor, and I know what I'm talking about. And then later, he's like, he's a fucking foot doctor. Why are they listening to him? (laughs) But Uh, that just cracked me up, how the the parents got together and started protesting against video games. So they switched the prize to an encyclopedia. And I'm just like, "Mm." (sighs) some things never change. That's still going on. Yeah. So funny. So remember growing up, and every year a Rockstar game came out, like a Grand Theft Auto game, people would get all up in arms about it. Yeah, they're violent. That, yeah, that happened well into my teen years. And it still happens now. Every time something somebody does something with gun violence, they're like, it was video games. We're all just like, no, it wasn't. Wasn't in the 80s. Wasn't Mortal Kombat didn't cause kids to rip each other's spines out in the 90s. Which is always funny about video games, like, nintendo you're like yeah i'm sure that game was really causing kids to get violent yeah one of the safest brands still you know shit but it's also kind of crazy that from the 80s however many like i mean like you don't have segas anymore you don't have like i I will say i admit when i drive i do wish i had i could fire off red shells at people other cars out there get out of my way get out of the way or take a use my feather and jump over them and pass them up yeah yeah well i'm like i'd rather have a james bond car with you know gatling guns to get people out of my way but you know teach their own yeah still one of favorite parts of no time to die is when they're in that car it's beautiful but yeah i don't know um so i don't know i don't know where we were talking to them i mean the kids get they get fucked and then they go they plan a heist 
They get a Nintendo. They break it. I just wish the, where's the bus driver through the whole heist? The teacher's distracted by the barfing kid. I get that. Where's the bus driver though? They, I mean, he's put. They're putting the bell over the or the blanket over the emergency bell to go out the back door. He's not sitting right there and like, what the fuck are you doing, kid? Like, where yeah. is he? I guess he's outside with the with the teacher and the barfing kid. Uh, I will. I will say at the mall with the Nintendo. The Nintendo talking to him was pretty funny. Yeah. That uh, yeah, that cracked me up. <laughs> oh my god! And when he had to beat his dad back to the retainer. Oh, yeah. he just had to shove it in his mouth, and I'm just, I'm like, that's disgusting. But I would do that too because Shiloh and I were both like, yeah, we both had dads that are like, we'd be like, yeah, like, oh, I caught you in a lie, but did you? And he's like, well, you win this time. Yeah, <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious. I don't know. Maybe I need to see the movie again. Give it more credit. I, I just thought it was okay. Like it had its moments for sure. There's some fun parts. It's definitely campy, but I also enjoy campy movies. And I guess yeah. I was just in the right. But mood and like it. like I said, the very end, caught me off guard. Especially when we every time we, you know, he's looking around like I, I can't any presents. There's no presents on the tree. His sister got what she wanted, and then he had that thing from the uncle. That was funny because again, it's behind a desk. We so were thinking, okay, Christmas story. It's what he wanted. Yeah, and then it's not a Nintendo. At that point, she's like, "What the motherfuck?" But yeah, the surprise at the end—the treehouse though was, that was a cool. Like the whole thing with the treehouse was really cool and kind of touching. I, I admit, I like the ending a lot. Well, I mean, it just gets more touching when you get like the very end of the movie. But yeah, like I like a you know is it you know and the whole lesson of the movie is like yeah you might really want something but you know you're not always gonna get what you want but you know. Be grateful what you got, please. Still got a fucking whole ass treehouse that I would have killed for. Sick as a ass treehouse too. I know. I begged our dad for treehouse growing up and never got one. He got a uh, sick ass treehouse. I know. All built by hand by his dad. And then the final reveal is at the very end of the movie. The reason they, I thought like he was getting a divorce from the, from like uh, his wife or something, and that's why they were talking about it at the beginning. Like, oh, dad, are you gonna have a good, good Christmas? you know that like, yeah i thought that too and then to find out it was just because it was his first christmas without his dad yeah and i'm like damn that actually got to me quite so a bit what happened to end. her mom though do we ever know does she, does she die too or something or they just she's mom I don't know. the little girl's mom neil Patrick that's Harris. the woman who's also at the table with them at the end where is she throughout the whole... she's just they're not present she's not present until the very end Okay, I guess I thought she was just like a f- nothing. To- nothing again seemed, seemed to be like this is my wife across from the table for me. Like it sounded like she was one. Now she was one of the girls from the story, right? Grown up, right? Yeah, she was the girl that had the matching boots. Okay, and I I remember telling each other, I'm like, ah, oh, she said that. I, I guess I just figured she, she's invited because she's a single mom now or something, and we just invite her to. Nope, that's his wife. Well, they really did not make that very clear i don't know i got that i mean when she shows up in the movie i'm like oh well, they, they, they presented like a single dad though like i don't know because <laughs> at first i, I was thinking think wife like seemed like the obvious one but like no i don't really not really feeling that that's his wife i think it's just neighbor kid that, you know kept in touch with all these years and here she has a dinner <laughs> i don't think so but oh well i don't know uh but yeah i just thought it was i don't know like i said the movie's wholesome it's not not I obviously not for everybody. And it is weird, like yeah, it's definitely aimed at children, but 
aiming that 80s nostalgia at what would be now parents. Yep. So it's like, well. Got me thinking. What was, what was one of the things you always wanted as a kid? And did you get it? I always wanted a Lego Millennium Falcon, and I still have yet to get one. Okay. Well, it's not, not one in production right now, so you probably won't get one this year either. I know, unless it's definitely not going to get an $800 one. Yeah, I was trying to think for me, hmm, there's like two that come to mind. So the Black Seas Barracuda, that was a Lego ship, Lego pirate ship, and I never got it. I put it on every Christmas list, every birthday list, never got it. And then one day they just stopped making it, and I was devastated. Never got it. I will say the one thing I wanted pretty bad that I did get one year was the Talk Boy from Home Alone 2. Nice. The Tiger Talk Boy. That was a good year. And I thought it was pretty cool shit. You're like, this is the best thing in the world. I am That's Kevin McAllister now. I, I am Kevin McAllister now, yeah. I can trick anybody with my... You're like, don't you worry, with- Mom. Let me order pizza. I'll have one large pizza with pepperoni. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I would say the Black Seas Barracuda would have been my Nintendo probably. I mean, we we, we always wanted a game console in the house, but I I don't know, we weren't like dying to have one. I think by the time I was probably twelve, though, I mean Super Nintendo, I definitely really really wanted those. I didn't get one of those till later on, um, probably after the sixty four launch. The thing is when we finally got our Super Nintendo, and that was like like him in the movie with my own money. Parents didn't do anything to get me that. It was with my own money. But yeah. Love the shit out of it, though. But yeah. I'm over here. I'm like, I was eight years old and dad bought an Xbox. Eight. I know. I, I thought in my head, I'm like, yeah, I was 10 when I started playing Xbox because that's, I started playing Xbox and I was playing Halo. And then I, this year is 20 years of Halo, Jeez. which means I was eight. Seven that or eight when I started crazy. playing Xbox. I'm like, God damn. Halo's been around for 20 years now. And they put out a brand new one this year. Jeez. Was it a pretty good hot seller? Like, is it still a popular franchise overall? It's still a really popular franchise. They put out the multiplayer, and I've been playing the campaign for the last couple weeks. Okay. Well, I mean, good for them. I mean, I had fun playing it back in the day. Halo 1 through 3, basically. But yeah, I really pay attention to anything past 3, but Halo 1 through 3 were pretty sweet i mean they're still like the pinnacle of halo but this new one's pretty close that's good so it's kind of it's kind of like the weird like i have weird nostalgic for like my xbox and halo because i'm like yeah that would have been it that would have been you know i never you know i was obviously born in 94 so a little bit past wanting a nintendo give or well not necessarily because i also wanted a nintendo switch and i got one because it's actually really sweet yeah it also brings back cartridges so kids do know what cartridges are heck yeah but yeah i don't know surprised you don't have your uh lego nintendo here to show off yeah well it's downstairs i'm like it's plugged in downstairs i'm like what the fuck am i talking that's not plugged in it's lego i think it's sweet i've been telling people about you building it at work (laughs) it's sweet my brother's got one he says it's amazing it is it's sweet i love it well let's wrap it up here that's our reviews here for 8-bit christmas i think if i had to overall i think i still give this a solid c like overall not a terrible movie has its moments there's definitely some funny parts here and there and i do like the message at the end okay i'll say c plus because it does have that cute little message at the end or not just moments not really message but moments at the end 
So for that, I give it a C plus. Still could have been more clever getting to the end, though. Just, yeah, could have just been better written humor, dialogue, everything, I guess. I don't know. Just could have been a little bit more clever getting to the end. Overall, yeah, not total trash, though. I give it a C plus. Fair enough. I mean, I'm going to give this a solid B. I honestly really enjoyed sitting down, just having fun. Like, it was just sitting down, having fun, watching a fun holiday movie. And, you know, because I'm not super big into Christmas movies, it was nice to watch one that I actually, like, legitimately enjoyed and had yeah. a good time watching. Uh, even Shiloh said she liked it. She thought it was cute, you know. And honestly, like, I, I enjoyed it. I'm giving it a solid B because it was enjoyable. I did think it was funny. Uh, and it was what like it was surprisingly heartwarming, especially at the end. So I'm giving it a solid B. Plus, it's on HBO. It's if you it's fear, uh, yeah, free it's, to it's, stream. Just just watch it. It's it's yeah. worth a if you got kids too. It's worth a watch with the kids. Plus, you can explain, especially you can explain to them like yes, well the 80s were a different time. You see, <laughs> but then they're like, yeah, we we've seen Stranger Things. We know what the 80s are. Yes, Stranger Things. Can't wait for new Stranger Things Lego next year. They've never even mentioned Nintendo and Stranger Things. Hell, yeah, I guess not. Never even mentioned it. Maybe in season four. That'll be the season the Nintendo comes out. It was the late 80s. When did it come? 85 or 86? I don't know. Because uh, when this movie, took, this movie took place in 88, it had already been out for a little bit. Well, he said the late 80s. Well, then something laid a hint that it was 88. I don't know. Let's see. 1983. Oh, okay. So he'd been wanting it for a while then. July 15th, 1983. So he had been wanting one for at least three years. But also, you got that many kids in a neighborhood that you're friends with, and you were all going to go in and buy one anyway, you could have definitely saved up in those three years. Could have done something. Rake leaves, gutters, snow. I mean, that's how they talk about it. He's like, yeah, at the end of it, uh, I never got my Nintendo for Christmas, so I mowed lawns and saved. <laughs> so I got a job. What do, you, what do you know? I got a job and bought it myself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mowed a lawn. I took a summer and mowed lawns, and boom. Bought myself, and yeah. Yeah, you could have done it. Could have done that's that's summer. the lesson in the movie, kids. If you want something, go earn it. <laughs> hell i mean yeah you he lived in like the midwest or something so you mow lawns during the summer and then you shovel driveways in the winter in one season you'll probably get one heck yeah yeah one so in the summer you get the nintendo and during the winter you start buying games with all the money from shoveling that's true boom (laughs) all right well that wraps up this week's episode daniel where can they find us they can find us online on movies underscore brews on Instagram and Twitter. And let us know what you thought about 8-Bit Christmas. Loved it, hated it, was okay, was terrible. I don't know. Let us know. All right, everybody. Well, tune in next week because we're going to be back with Spider-Man No Way Home. Woo! 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 Cheers to that, man. Cheers! Bye. Can't wait.